Sound check. Sound check. Sound check. Sound check. Check one check, two. Check one check two. Check hey, check one two. Check Republic. Check. Test. Test. Check. Checkers. Checks mix. Yeah. Are you hungry? Well done, Brian. Maybe. Okay. All right. Guys, well, guys, this is it. This is it. This is it. This How is officially the last show. Yeah. Are, aren't you feeling anything about that? No, I mean, sure, but nothing more than usual. What, what are you talking about? The last show, It's Eric. the last show. I mean... What last show? Well, I know it's the last show, but what are you talking about? It's not like it's not like it's not like it's the last show that we're ever doing. Wait, what do you think we're doing? Last, Luddites against sexting on Twitter. Oh, the, the whole Luddite movement that's been going on for the past six years. Huh. Luddites, like, like mo modern day Luddites, yeah. But okay, you know they don't they don't approve of sexting in general because it's technology related. They rely on other methods. But wait, this is the last show. This is the last show, Eric. Wait, what other methods are they using for sexting? Well, carrier pigeon, but... Huh. Interesting. I'm so sad now. Welcome to Nerds on History. And goodbye from Nerds on History. That's it! <laughs> and it's over. Let's hey, on. Quickly. We <laughs> had our final episode. You asked for it. There it is. Goodbye. Yep. Yeah. No, we wouldn't do that to you. No. Uh, Anticlimactic. Hey. I am Brian Moriarty. Hey, what a coincidence, because I'm not. But I, <laughs> I, I am Eric Bricklont. And I happen to be Sarah Ashley. Yes. You know we what? We didn't forget you this time. Yay. Thank you. You've Appreciate always, that. You, you've always been Sarah Ashley to me. Aw. That's... Sarah. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how fitting that the last time we do this, we are all together... We're not doing this over Skype. Well, that's why it's taken us so long to get this episode out is because yeah. it's taken us this long to actually get together, yeah. which goes to show of why we need to let Nerds on History end in its beautiful way. So because um, we've all got we've yeah, all gotten very, very stuff. busy. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we have. Yeah. But, you know, that's OK, because yeah. uh, we've done more on this show in the past four years. Four and a half. Four and a half now <clears throat> than the average podcast could ever hope or dream to accomplish. We've yeah. connected with thousands of people from around the globe. Mm -hmm. We have inspired the desire to learn and to embrace history and culture in ways that people previously listening to us just hadn't thought about it. Wasn't on their radar. And they heard us and decided, you know what? This is important. I want to listen to that. And even if we had only done that over the course of four or five episodes, I would be just as proud as what we've accomplished in four, almost five years. Yep. So this is this is a big deal for me to have to say goodbye, but I do it with the confidence that uh, our listeners and those who have stayed with us since the beginning have taken it upon themselves to to use this as an opportunity to enrich themselves and to and I'm I'm just. I couldn't be happier as a result. Totally. And I echo those statements. Uh, I do want to pull back the curtain for a second. If you hear a hum, it's because it's really cold and our heater's on. So <laughs> that and it's the last episode. So sound quality, we don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Meh. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. I'm going to clear my throat all the time. Uh, <laughs> That's that, me clearing my throat. That's what it sounds like every time. I know you don't hear it. Sarah's usually. actually going to eat chips right in front of Mike. <laughs> 
<laughs> the things she hates. Okay. I'm going to smack my lips <laughs> incessantly. Oh, no. No, because even in person, that's awful. And you know, know. what? It, it is a little cold, so if you hear me... <laughs> sniffle a little bit, I, I apologize. Yeah. Um, so, guys, you're probably wondering, wait, so what's the topic? Seriously, you can't... There can't be a group called Luddites against sexting on Twitter. And you'd be wrong. <laughs> they are, in fact... Like, no, no. No, I'm kidding. Well, I'm, I don't know. Have we Googled them? <laughs> Excuse me. As Sarah takes to the internet, I think, um, I think to the, the internet. <laughs> I think the topic uh, is really us. I think yeah. the topic is nerds on history because we'll be history in about uh, about forty five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, hopefully, we go a little longer than that. But uh, yeah, and I'm hoping we're going to do as little editing as possible on this show. I really want, actually, truthfully, to pull back the curtain and. Uh, Sean will do a little bit of massaging for the cold open and the cold out and all that stuff. Well, but, as one does. Or the outro, whatever. But um, I want this to be kind of like you really honestly hear us the way we are. Okay? Nerd, nerdonomy unplugged. Yeah, uncensored. So, well, there'll be bleeps, but, it wouldn't, but you get the idea. Yeah. So real quick, there doesn't seem to be any Luddites against sexting on Twitter. Damn. Surprisingly. Damn. Um, however, so I will say... Good on Google for the first thing popping up being an FAQ on sexting and sextortion from Connect Safely. So that's oh, nice. That's actually hey, that's, probably that's really important. Thing. But all followed by a guy who <laughs> this is and we're going to have to bleep this. Um, the, the thing says the garbage <laughs> boy on Twitter. <laughs> oh, God. And like and just the little like blurb from it just says interview. My two writing degrees mean I'm very good at sexting. Hmm. So there's that. Anyway, I'm not clicking into that, but just so you guys know that that's a that's a thing. Um, pretty sure anybody with a high school English education is pretty good at sexting. I'm just gonna throw that out. But depending on where you went to high well, school, well, you really only need about six or seven words to accomplish it, and and an imagination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. or experience. Any order of those can produce all yeah. sorts. Really, of Really, honestly, just a, a creative use of uh, characters on. Uh, on your keyboard or and glyphs that can really do all the work for you i mean tr truly some some emoji or just you know run down to your local bookstore pick up a steamy romance novel and just get cracking yeah. <laughs> yes indeed <clears throat> heaving bosom, <laughs> heaving bosom. <laughs> throbbing member um anyway Why? <laughs> oh boy um, we're going blue <laughs> we're finally going the direction i want to no, i'm kidding ellie don't tell your parents oh my listening. god seriously seriously don't tell your parents what you're listening to right now yep oh my god though if you listen to nerds on film this is like a church reading <laughs> so bible reading yeah. um as i was say church social is what i meant to say mm -hmm. words words you, know, you would think after four and a half years I would get better at not stammering and, and mixing my words on the mic, yeah, but yeah, we, I we do thought, not. We thought that after the first four and a half weeks, and then we just, we just kind of gave up after You just that, gave but, up. Yeah. Thanks. Sorry, I, eventually, I tried to get rid of some of my ums, but yeah. Yes, I decided just going with mispronouncing everything is my thing. I yeah, embrace it. That's true. It. That's true. Let's Nerds on History it. Finale. It's um-tastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think we should actually talk about topics we wish we did on the show oh totally okay. that's a good start. A little segment we'll, we'll yeah. start we'll start there and then i think we can talk about some of our favorite moments a little bit later and mm. then we can start getting all sentimental and crap but um i'll just go ahead and start it off because why not that way you guys won't pass over me um 
Um, so I had so much fun doing the Woodstock and punk episodes. Mm. And I would have loved to have accomplished a full suite, if you will, of music history. Talk about the history of the blues. Talk yeah. about the history of jazz. Talk about the history of rock and roll. And talk about the history of hip hop. Talk about, you know, even the evolution of country western music as it's gone through. Mm. Folk music. I mean, there's there's so many amazing genres that I think that would have been an utter blast. And I love music history anyway, so. Yeah, I mean, music is a very, um, gosh, what is even the word for it? Just well, I believe a, someone once said music makes the people <laughs> come Shut together. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, Brian. Music makes the bourgeois and the rebel. God. Really? You just yeah. keep going. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. I just want to talk about the latent discrimination on this show that Eric can make those bad jokes and it's fine. It's hilarious. I do it and I get fucking crickets. Well, yes. if you give just, you had a groan, which he would have received in the, if you just ended up with the first one, it's that you kept, you kept going. going. See, I know when to stop. Yeah. That's the difference. Oh, yeah. see, I love to yeah. tear the envelope a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. And, and I'm overwhelmingly charming. So, yeah. Oh well, yeah, thanks, Eric. Yeah. Appreciate that. Music. It's the beard. It's it, it the is beard. The beard. The beard. So what he does is he starts stroking it, and I think it's actually hypnotic because just mm. as you think you're mad, he starts grinning, and then the eyebrows twitch. Can a you hear bit. it? I don't know if anyone can hear this. I don't know. That's me stroking through the, the pop filter. Probably not. Well, if you listen no. very closely, you can hear his hair growing. It, it's our pop filter, so it might actually work. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I wanted to say before Brian, you know, does that as he does, as he does Be- in the musical, he, like just uh, yeah. before he opted to go with Madonna, <laughs> not even good Madonna, like after the fact Madonna. <laughs> it wouldn't be funny if I had picked a good Madonna song. That's totally valid. <laughs> but music, music is. Um, Music is a form of expression that has existed mm-hmm. for a long time, since the very first concepts of ceremony came into existence in the human sure. mind. And music, I, I agree, would have been so very fun to do, because music continues to define each era of time that it's a part of. Mm-hmm. And music over the past hundred years has defined what is an ever-growing and expanding world. Right. It's expanding out in all sorts of different directions all at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, music before that, depending on where you are in the world, remained relatively unchanged for a long time before that. And then the past hundred years has just gone through this rapid yeah. fire well, evolution. And I, th- and I think also because of the fact that if you just really look at how much music reflects the the time and space that it exists in and, yeah. and it's created in. So, sure. like, I'm telling you, punk music was off the hook during the bush years i can only imagine how awesome it's gonna be now yeah <laughs> so i like i'm excited for that <laughs> so there's and is and, joey ramon still alive i don't think so can so he I'm, be resurrected mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. we, i'm just saying we might want to look at it but that. i mean if you if you look at how the blues was formed out of slave songs and, yeah. and those kinds of things like there's um or or you know jazz being formed in this you know in deep in like the cotton club in Harlem or, or even how then it was, you know, co-opted by white people who were, you know, trying to be more frivolous and kind of like living through this prohibition era. Like it's just really, which by the way, are all, those are actually a few podcasts we have done, but yeah, yeah, yeah. but but there's still like, it's just really, truly exciting. So I feel like if, if any of you feel like studying music history, go out and do it because it's really awesome. And there's, you'll be really surprised and, and, um, 
pleased to see how much it ties in so well with history yeah, and yeah. why it's so important. Okay, that's me. That's it? That's the only one? Not the only one, but just like the first that's one that came. One. That's the one that came to mind. I mean, I could go on the myriad of feminist topics. I really wanted to talk about the history of gynecology. That would have been very interesting. Very yeah. interesting, especially because the the literal father of modern gynecology started his work by um, forcing female slaves to undergo extremely painful experiments. So that would have been kind of disheartening to talk about, but still <laughs> kind of terribly depressing, but interesting, but also well. interesting. And yeah. I think it's really important to kind of look at where uh, that came yes, from. You absolutely. Know? Mm-hmm. You don't realize that <laughs> the, the genesis of some things that we take for granted today start with really horrible, terrible acts. Yep. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'd have to say uh, space has always been some of my favorite topics. Oh, my to God. The, the Russian show. space program. We never got to it. Yeah. Mm. That's one that I, I've had kind of in my mind probably for all four years that we've done the show. Um, that was just a bottle of Jameson. Don't worry. Yeah. No, Evan Williams. Oh, Evan Williams. Sorry. Are you going to drink? Are you going to drink? I think I we kind of have to. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I mean, uh, we've I'm... got Diet Cokes and... <laughs> And a bottle of booze, so I'm gonna like drink down some of this Coke and <laughs> this we're coping. You can drink too, ladies this and gentlemen. This one's for me, and as you see, as I'm pouring it all over the floor, that's for all of our dead episode ideas. Are we pouring oh, one, one out for the homies? Pouring one out for the homies. For our homies, exactly. I gotcha. Oh, I have a cup over here. I think. There you go. Because Eric can't have caffeine, he's gonna drink his liquor straight. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that goes much Neat. easier on me. Than it's it's, it's Evan Williams. Godspeed. Yeah. yeah. It's not terrible. I mean, it's let's be honest. It's hey, it's not fireball. Pretty terrible, but it's it's not fireball. Exactly. It's not fireball. Worst hangover of my life. Okay, so, so okay, so Russian space program. What else? Yeah, well, Russian space program was the one that, ah, like it's that it's that love that you had that just got away. Like it's the what's the sure. one that got away? You yeah. know, mm-hmm. and and I don't know if I'll ever get another chance for that one, but mm-hmm. it's it's because and 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 let's be clear, the United States effort to get to the moon. Or to get into space in general and, and to stay in space is an incredible and epic story. And it's one that we have, in part, told on the show already. We had Hidden a, Figures was like, man, I was uh, when I saw that movie. God, I wanted to talk about that, too. That would have been an amazing mm-hmm. episode. But we did talk about it in a little bit, but little not bit. about that effort. Yeah, exactly. But we did talk about women in STEM. We did and, do the one with women in STEM. And we talked a lot about the Russian space program with satellites we did but in we reference never, to that specifically but we never talked about space their programs, yeah. their yeah, yeah. their effort to get to the moon right mm-hmm. and i think that a lot of people underestimate how close it actually came and it really was the fact that the russians had cut so many corners to try to catch up to to nasa where they had gained so much confidence by all the gains that they had had over the american space program they continued to beat out the americans in just about every single game they played until you get towards the very end and the u.s picks up their you know slack and ends up going to the moon with apollo 8 that's when everything fell apart for the russians and through some catastrophic events that ended up in the death of many people uh their chances of getting to the moon were gone and they were done they were they were going to stop yeah it was completely stunned. <clears throat> yeah um but people don't realize just how close it actually came and it's such a fascinating story but there is quite a bit written on it you're gonna have to read about it though because you're not gonna find this in a PBS documentary, you know, you're not going to see an episode of Nova. You're not going to see something on Frontline or anything about this because sadly there's just not that much interest in it in an American audience, which is a damn shame. And people in Russia don't really want to create too much buzz around the fact that they failed. 
So uh, read about it, though, and there's a lot of good stuff out there. Check out the BBC. Maybe they'll, because they're kind of in the middle. No? No. no? Trust okay. me. I have searched for a long time to try to find something that was watchable. And there's been a couple little things that you can find on YouTube that are super low resolution and very, very, very low budget, mm. but nothing that is um <laughs> just like imagining like cardboard cutouts yeah, of, pretty like, much. Yeah. of like a freaking space shuttle. Yeah, they reuse like the same picture 17 times. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, I know they do. Well, um, so I have a little bit of a list, guys. You have to excuse me because I can't. Well, I'm sure Eric has a list too. Because but... I can't, I can't just do one thing that I think we should have done because I would have loved. I mean, I tried peppering so it as much. As you I should could. rapid fire and then give us your big one at the end. Yeah, okay, I, I will. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would have loved to done one covering more Catholicism. Uh, of course. Je- okay, no shocker, right? We haven't uh, talked <clears> about <throat> Catholicism at all on this podcast. No. The, uh, the Jesuit order. Talk about them. Uh, I would have uh-huh. talked. Loved to oh, talk about good. different eras of theater. Would have loved to do an episode on Shakespeare, mm-hmm. more specifically. I think Sarah and I would have had a blast. Oh, hell doing yeah! That one. Oh, we could have just talked about how he invented words the whole time. Um, <laughs> the modern American musical. Would have loved to do stuff about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the one that I always kept coming back to when I found out that we weren't going to do the show, and I'm like, we didn't do this one, and we absolutely should have. Islam. Mm. Uh, never covered the history of islam we always wanted to you know why because we were putting it off because we were going to do that great big we were going to do that religion mini series that we always talked about we were going to do catholicism judaism islam i want to do more judaism Judaism too but islam was the big one yeah 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 but we we were we were going to do the we're going to do like the big five and we never we never got well we we've i don't think we've ever really talked about hinduism either we've never talked about we've talked about a little bit but but in passing mostly and usually in relation to other cultures and and we've we've never done a deep dive in buddhism but again they were all tangential they never really went into detail well the problem is neither none of us have really been in you know involved in the culture and grown up in in the religions ourselves so we didn't have quite the same perspective we would have had to do a lot more research but it's but it's actually really interesting though because i know that i i mean at least for me when i was in high school World religions was a huge sort like a huge subject of interest for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I like got pretty pretty in depth into like more of the ancient pantheistic type yeah. religions, but didn't really I and I started to dive deeper into um, Hinduism because I thought that was so interesting and Buddhism. Um, and I'll admit I have never actually done not not for lack of interest but i just haven't done a deep dive into islam yet and it's yeah. i think at this point it's actually really important to do that um i also you know i think i think it's really important for a lot of people to do that to get some insight it reminded me of another one that i've always wanted to do which was the the origins of the people of the himalayas mm. and how they got mm-hmm. into the himalayas and particularly the sky burials uh yeah these folks who who defleshed and then buried their dead up you know hundreds of meters up in on sheer cliffs where you would have to repel to even get into uh, just some of the most interesting forms of ceremonial burial mm-hmm. the world has ever seen that would have been a great one to do but hey you can go out and research it on your own oh i know i mean the internet is a wonderful place and i'm sure there are other people who have history podcasts yeah. well, right who now, are covering internet. these topics but not nearly as well as we would have but uh-huh. be careful because the internet <laughs> is also dark and full of terrors oh that, yeah and, oh, and totally lies true. and lies. lies so many lies yeah yeah so take it with a great called trolls. Be yeah. careful. Yeah. Be very careful. But most people are not trolling about the early people of the Himalayas. So you're probably <laughs> one would probably hope, be okay. One yeah. would help. No, there's just one guy in China <laughs> who wants to to completely who I guess still has a picture of Chairman Mao on his wall who wants to do everything he can to to shame down the people from the Himalayas. One guy. Just one guy. Just one guy. You know what I wish 
we could have done and this would like this would be a deep dive project that I would want to send like a diehard fan on. Mm. I would want to see how many countries did we actually talk about on the podcast in in more than like one sentence. Mm. Because I think it would have been really cool if we had managed to cover true global history, like something from everywhere. Well, we we certainly hit every continent, but we didn't do Antarctica, Eric. Oh, are you guys are you sure you didn't talk about Antarctica and uh, the climate change episode? We you probably know, mentioned it, but the, you know what would have been good was if we had done Shackleton or any of the Antarctic explorations. Mm. Yeah. Then we no, would. I'm talking it. about the history of the creatures of Antarctica because the noble emperor penguin <laughs> deserved its time, <laughs> and we didn't give it its due. I think emperor penguins are off the endangered species list, which is kind of nice. Oh, that's good. Yeah. See, there's something positive to come from this show. <laughs> I'm sure our listeners are like, I'm sure they're having a great time. This I'm is trying depressing. to keep the gun out of my mouth. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. I know. Yeah. Well, we have some fans who really quite thoroughly I enjoy know. us. I know. We love them so dearly. We do. Well, and that's the funny thing, too, is like, I, I know this sounds really weird, but our emails aren't going away. Like, yeah. You can still hit that talk to us button on our website and it will shoot us an email. I promise you that. I'm like doing my little end of, you know, anyway. No, totally. I, <laughs> like, no, I agree with you and completely. Yeah. I mean, here we just had like, a few days ago, Ellie, who's been writing in incessantly since she discovered her podcast, which is awesome. Um, she she wrote in and I, I just did a direct response to her because I knew we weren't going to be able to cover it today. But um, I think it's, you know. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk. Come on. If you guys just want to talk history or, or exchange some stuff, that's cool. We're, you know, I, I'm, I'm also sorry it. to anyone who ever gave us a really great suggestion oh, that we never got around like to. Like the 30 years war. Yeah, especially, <laughs> especially the ones that we talked about saying we're absolutely going to do it. Hang tight. we got a few other things coming, but we're absolutely going to do it. There's no way this podcast is going to end before we've done your, your, your request. Nope. And then we, we kind of we kind of Didn't. did it anyway. But... Or we uh, forgot. Like, there were so many good ones that we completely forgot about. Yeah. So we're sorry. But yeah. but that shouldn't stop you again no. from going out and learning on your own. Yes. there's. I have total faith in anyone who's found their way to this podcast to make history a part of their life in as big a way as they can afford to do so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I think that, you know, yes, you do have to be very careful with the information that you find on the internet. But if you are good at recognizing the warning signs you should be able to weed out that stuff pretty easily and get to stuff of actual value um so trust yourself and i think you're going to be okay if it looks fishy if it looks like it was you know built in 1995 you might want to stay away from it well we gotta be careful with that though because the kwanzaa website which was made well, by by the guy who invented mm -hmm. no i shouldn't say invented but no created named kwanzaa yeah. kwanzaa from the the first fruit festivals, uh, the site looks like it was made in 1995. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. But it's so, a first, and, that, and that's a primary source. So the big thing is check your sources. Yeah. Check the sources. Is it a primary yeah. source? Is it a secondary source? Is it a tertiary source? Guys, I got news for you. As much as we tried for accuracy, we are a tertiary source in this. Sure. So at you know, best, I at mean, best, yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're like way back and like, what, if there's a word for the fourth choice, that's what we are. What, what's <laughs> like, what's the like 11th Sherry choice? <laughs> like, <laughs> we were just three people who really loved to talk yeah. about history. That's yep. all it was. Yep. 
So maybe this is a good transition point then to talk a little bit about why we've been doing this from each of our perspectives, because I think it's going to be different for each of us. Mm, and, okay. you know, if it's OK with you, I'll start. Yeah. So uh, listeners who've listened for a long time and those who've just gone through our back catalog have probably picked up that Brian and I are pretty good friends. And we met each other while we were working together. Um, and we've never said where we were working at the time. Do you want to? I don't know. Are you guys allowed to? I don't know. I guess we I can. I mean, there's no reason why we couldn't. But I guess, is it okay to say it now that the podcast is ending? Well, I'm okay with it because I'm going to be on, still doing Nerds on Film. So I, uh, so I don't, but I, that doesn't bother me at all. Like I, I, it was. And you're not you don't there work there anymore. anymore. I'm not working there anymore, so it doesn't super matter to me. Okay, you so want to reveal it. Yeah, why not? I'm sure our listeners have probably been wanting okay, to know. Okay, for okay, a long okay, time. okay. Say it on three. One, two, three. Google. Apple. <laughs> <laughs> no, Apple actually. Yeah, we both work at Apple. Yes. Well, he still works at Apple. I'm... I still work at Apple. Um, and specifically, we we work in in the Apple retail sector. And Brian and I were were colleagues for a long time. And uh, he doesn't work there anymore. I still do. But we would go out to lunch together all the time. And we just kind of chit chat and talk about random stuff. And, you know, I like to talk, if you haven't noticed from the podcast. And I also love history, if you haven't noticed from the podcast. So you and I were talking about Pluto, I believe, and how Pluto wasn't a planet any longer. And I have very distinct memories. We went to that uh, that that um, Asian fusion place that was attached to the mall at the time. Yeah, it was a great place. It was really good until they got shut down for health code uh, violations, <laughs> like everything else that ever went in that spot. Uh, and again, our listeners don't find this interesting, but I find it quite nostalgic. So we were at lunch one day and we were talking about how Pluto had been demoted as a planet. And we just started talking about the history of Pluto and its discovery and all this. And Brian looks across at me and he says, you know what? This would make a really good podcast. And that's that's literally how this show started. Yeah. And then in one day I was like, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do like it. Like a week later. I think it was like a yeah. week later. Like we stopped, like I didn't even have it on my mind, but you had still been thinking about it. Yeah. Cause it had been, I had been listening to a lot of the early Smodcast episodes and thinking, right. God, we know, I know how to do this. Right. And plus we were also, our, our coworkers at the time, Jason and they had a Josh podcast. had a podcast. And, and, like, and I was on as a guest host for one of their episodes talking about Egypt. Right. And I was thinking, man, if these guys can do it and theirs was, was a pretty good podcast. Yeah. We could do it, and we know how to do it, so why not do it? Yeah. And then finally, it it was like honestly, the best ideas come to you in the shower. I wasn't in the shower, but it was like one of those moments that like. But you were in a rain. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, it was it was July. It was. <laughs> yeah, ju- it was so. Yeah. Um, that's why we've always say that on the on the Nerdonomy uh, Facebook page, our inception was on July. July 4th, rather than 2012. On, yeah, rather and than that's August. Yeah. Because it was the Fourth of July where I had the idea. I said, dude, let's just, I want to do two podcasts. Let's do, we'll just call it Nerds on History. And he was like, I remember Eric took it a second, thought about it for a moment. And he's like, let's do it. Yeah, it was great. And then we, we met at your place and we set up the microphones in your living room and we recorded the, the Mongoose Equation. Now that same day, because it was 4th of July, I went to a barbecue that was hosted by Miss Sarah Ashley. And what? And her. Whoa, 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 whoa. I was not invited. You didn't know her then. Oh, fine. Um, that, no, and her roommates. Okay, and I pitched the idea about nerds on film. Yep. Never thinking she was actually going to be on the show, but just throwing the idea out there because I know she likes listening <laughs> to podcasts. <laughs> and, like, so, so then Sarah's like, I'm going to be on that show. It's like, yeah, we can have you on as a guest. And then she was like, no, I'm going to be on that show. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. And like the feminist she is, she worked her way in. Yep. <laughs> and she well, fought for it. And I she mean, got it. I mean, here's the deal. Like, so the, the film one just seemed like a, a no-brainer because, yeah. so Brian and I have been friends since 2005? Yeah. Going back a while. Um, And we met through a mutual friend who did theater with Brian. And I just eventually kind of like worked my way and became friends with all those theater kids and did a little bit of theater myself. And so Brian and I became friends through that. And, um, you know, and... As a group, we've all gone out to movies and we've hung out and, and and that's just one thing that we've always done is like talk about shows, talk about movies and pop culture and all that other stuff. So like that just seemed like a freaking natural, right? Yeah. And then when you guys started doing Nerds on History and I was listening to that and I was like, you know, this is kind of fun. Like I want to like, I, would, I wouldn't mind being occasionally like a guest host on this whole thing, but doing like the guest hosting on it just it felt like being back in college and i got to tell you guys every damn day i miss being in school like <laughs> i miss yeah lectures and seminars so much i miss talking about the humanities talking about art and literature and philosophy and history and so um when it was getting to a point where you guys were ha hitting some crossroads because it was getting a lot to, you know, take on all the yeah. extra work, do all the research. And Brian managing two shows and our social media and a lot of other stuff just going on. It just kind of became a lot for the two of them to do it. So we figured add a third person in and it'll help try to balance. alleviate some of the extra work and yeah. pr provide a little bit of balance. And um, I would I would argue there have been times, don't tell this to, you know, Sean and Roxy. But there have been times when I've actually kind of enjoyed the topics on Nerds on History a little bit more than topics on Nerds on Film. And just this is this show is definitely going to hold a really dear, sweet spot in my heart because this has just been a hell of a lot of fun. So, well, yeah. I, I know I speak for Brian when I say that <laughs> your inclusion on this show is something that we had been chasing for a while. Oh, and Brian and I always had a great dynamic together. We always we always worked really well together in front of the mic. And all of our episodes before you came on board, I'm immensely proud of. We did great. Oh yeah, work. you guys were great. Phenomenal work. And I feel like I didn't realize how much more of a step we could take though until you came on the show. Hmm. I think the show got <clears throat> the show got funnier. Thank you. Um, because we had another dynamic to play off of. Uh, and, you know, I think the thing that you, the reason, because I remember we were having a meeting and you talked about why I think you should be on the show. We didn't ask you why you should be on the show, but I think you made the case for it. Because I just, I, I remember I had raised some concerns because I was worried about, do you want to handle the, the burden of being on two shows? Because I knew exactly what it was like to, to well, do two shows. At that point, we had, um, that was when we talked about lightening the schedule. Right. So that was when we chose to do the every every other week thing. Right. So then I was Come like, back, yeah. now I could handle it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you, was, I remember distinctly you had said, I think what your show, your show is great, but what your show needs. And it, and I knew when you said this, it was not through any fault of our own. It's just that, again, no oblivious white male. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and that's my new mantra. Oblivious white male. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fight them. Um, <laughs> 
with knowledge. Yes. Not with fists or anything else. Unless they're Nazis. Unless they're Nazis. Yeah, then you can punch them and put it on Twitter. That's where you want to be Captain America. Yeah, exactly. Be Captain America. Or Indiana Jones. Or Indiana Jones, yeah. If you see a Nazi. Or Wonder Woman. Or, or, hey, see? Again, oblivious (laughs) white man. (laughs) She, She brought up, you know, the show needs the feminine perspective. Yeah. And, you know, Sarah, I gotta say, um... I was joking because Sarah and I, we've, we've had this on the air. We've had this, this love hate relationship and it's guys, it's an act. Oh, it's yeah. absolutely an act. And I was going to joke in the podcast a rip before is that I get to finally call Sarah the C word <laughs> on the, on, on the podcast <laughs> for the first time. Cause she hates that word. No, I, I use that word all the time. I just don't like she being called like it. Being used <laughs> yeah. But the C word I want to use is caring. Aww. Can I can I throw a c word in? Yeah, I'd say courageous too. And courageous. And I, I think guys. that I think our podcast became more morally responsible when you came on board too, because I feel like you also encouraged us to touch on more topics that were maybe ones that we were afraid to talk about because we were afraid of losing listeners because we Kwanzaa. didn't want to alienate. Well, I mean, <laughs> a lot of stuff, but but I, I mean, I mean more so the ones that are. Again, more response, like, like the, the women in STEMs episode yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like, it, not that Brian and I would have never talked about that, but it just it's nice to have that yeah. infusion that you brought. So thank you for everything that you you've done so for this show. I wasn't done. There was one more. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, well, Brian, Brian must Brian's, continue. Brian's tearing up. <laughs> well, so I, um, I've been shy about sharing... My political views on this show. I've been a little more open on, on Nerds on Film. Um, I've always been kind of in the middle. You know, I've always been a moderate. I'm not... <laughs> I've never considered myself conservative. But I've never considered myself ultra-liberal except on the grounds of human rights. Because that's always something where I've identified with people who need just basic liberties. Yeah. And the thing is, what Sarah has done slowly over the last four and a half years is mind me (laughs) (laughs) my plan works (laughs) is and it's again it's again oblivious oblivious white male i had to acknowledge that i was an oblivious white male and you've done that without losing your temper been you've been impassioned but you've whenever you've been like on the brink of i could say something really inappropriate right now (laughs) but i'm not going to yeah yeah and you just responded with opening your eye, opening my eyes. And that's what I mean by when I said caring. And you've turned me into a feminist. Oh, wow. I got one. <laughs> we, well, got one! we got one. We got one. I can't give you credit because I would consider myself a feminist anyway. Yeah. But yeah. you've definitely, you, you, re, you reopened my perception of what a femi- feminist actually is. And that, that's, that's very important, too. And I think you have for other listeners on the show as well. I really, really appreciate you guys saying that. Because I, I mean, you guys know that I've been, I don't want to say attacked, but I've definitely been um, antagonized a little bit in, in listener feedback for being a feminist and for expressing my views. And there is, I have myself learned so much in the past four and a half years that I just feel like I've been 
not sh- not necessarily sharing it as I'm learning it, but a little mm. bit of sharing it as I'm learning it and as I'm expressing it. And at this and at the same time, learning the words to express how I've always felt or um, being able to come to terms with certain things in my life. Um, God, I'm getting emotional now. Um, no, it's okay. <laughs> if, now's no, the I know. time to no, show I know, it. And, I know, and you I can know. swear as much as you want. We're not putting a bleep limit on this episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one thing that I have gotten over this course of time is I have truly found my voice mm. of of who I am. And I think part of that is, you know, going through my late 20s, finding a career, all this other stuff, finding the confidence. But a lot of that is, I think, exercising my voice on a weekly basis and not being afraid to put it out in the world. And... Uh. Pardon me. (laughs) 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 Burrito. (laughs) Yes. Please, Sean, that's staying in. Guys, (laughs) for the record, (laughs) for the record, that was not preordained. That was was purely some moments of comedy just happened (laughs) naturally. And I can burp on cube. That was not on cube. (laughs) I wish we could put together a compilation of all of Sarah's burps over the years. Especially the ones that got cut because you had some doozies. From the beginning. I don't do it as much anymore. Um, (laughs) Well, you don't drink as much much soda anymore. That's true. I've gotten some class. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I, I yeah, I've become a lot braver and I'm so happy that you guys have have listened to me i guess i don't know have have like the two of you i'm so glad that that the two of you have have um been able to learn something from me because i've learned so much from you two as well like eric your your passion for teaching and and your your just bizarrely encyclopedic deep knowledge of Egypt. I mean, I swear to God, dude. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, and not just not just Egypt, but your passion for science and um, and your unrelentless dedication to fact and the scientific method and curiosity. Like that is huge because I mean that's really what makes science work, right? And that's what makes history so damn important is it's constant innovation and it's people always being curious. And um, and I think that's also what makes you such a good person is because you're so deeply curious about other people, too, and their experiences and makes you also deeply empathetic. And that's an absolutely beautiful thing. And it's a reason why you're such an amazing father and an amazing friend um, and all the other things. And it also is what makes you an amazing teacher for the people on this podcast. So thank you for being you. <laughs> Never and, seen Eric Turup before. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is um this is a first on the podcast, huh? I know, right? I got tearied. We're all, He's we're all well, I mean, but <laughs> I cry at the customer. You cried everything. <laughs> I cried at a McDonald's commercial. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's a it's an expression. Um, Is it? I haven't heard that one. <laughs> I got it from a film teacher. Because oh, okay. he's a softy in college. He said, I will, I'll cry at a McDonald's commercial. And it's true. Like, yeah. 
uh, anyway. Um, well, thank you. Yeah. And much. I echo all of those sentiments. Absolutely. Oh, I know you do, buddy. Um, I don't need to say anything else about you. But <laughs> she hasn't already no, said so. No. But and and Brian, I mean, obviously, we owe a lot to you for you for generating this idea and taking so much pride and ownership and and everything of what we do. But then also at the same time being collaborative and open um, and energetic and energetic. Oh my God! Never once losing your enthusiasm for. Never, for, for never doing for for nerdonomy. You've never lost your enthusiasm for nerdonomy, and, and never once caving into any of the pressure of it all. Yeah, you know, you've always held your head high, and you've always looked for, okay, we can't do this. Then what's the next solution? Always looking for whatever you could do to keep things going, to keep things moving without skipping a beat. You 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 do not accept defeat under any under any circumstances. You won't surrender. And even even in the face of confronted by the reality that we needed to end the show right now, just because just because of the way that life is going, like you 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 pursue it with the same passion that you have for every single other episode we've ever recorded. Of how are we still how are we going to make the last show special? Yeah. How are we going to do this? And then not only that, but what else can we do if we can't do nerds on history? What's another thing that we could do? Yeah. Um, because you're you're such a uniquely creative individual, and I think that that's, I think it's so important for you to keep creating and to keep doing stuff. Because you're it, a dreamer. It's what drives you, man. You are. You are a dreamer. You you always see and envision the painting before you ever pick up the brush, and that's a real gift. Not many people can do that. Most people muddle through life without ever having the capability of of having that kind of foresight. Dude, you should put that in a. F Hallmark card, yeah, but it's true though. It really <laughs> is though. Like you, you have this unique ability to to visualize, and that's what makes you such a great support to everything that you're involved in. You know, and this this podcast wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for you, and if it wasn't for you coming forward and saying, "I have a vision and I have an idea, and I know how to make it work," and you're a piece of this puzzle and you got to be in it. And if it's not for you, it's not going to work. Like you, you, you're the kind of person who who makes that happen. And, and that's why we've, we've had four and a half years of what we've done. Yep. Shucks, folks, I'm speechless. Um, and you say things like shucks and like, like that's important. Like we need that on the podcast. And verisimilitude. Verisimilitude sacrosanct. Vis-a-vis. Mea culpa. Mea culpa. Mea culpa was on like five f***ing episodes. Late August release, but that's Nerds on Film. Oh my God, late August release. And Nerds on Film is just on a hiatus for right now, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've already announced. I announced it with the Oscar challenge, but it will be back. But just in case anybody else was curious, why, here's the other thing too. Like, I haven't seen these guys in weeks yeah we haven't seen each other since before christmas yeah it's been a while um and uh and also yeah and for those of you who don't know i think you know brian and i are also kind of feeling a little little emotional too because um nerds on film is on a on a few month hiatus right now and we might be looking at reformatting the show so there there's kind of like a lot up in the air right now but also at the same time and I think this is actually a pretty good time to to talk about this is what are we working on? What are we working on? What's yeah. the stuff going on in our lives? So the funny thing is that, you know, there are two things. This is this, I don't know if someone came up with this saying. I don't want to be egotistical and say it was me who came up with it, but I want to think it was somebody else. 
And I know that Benjamin Franklin said there are two things in this life that you can be sure of, death and taxes. My version of that is there are two laws in this universe that you can be pretty much absolutely sure of. Change and gravity. Pretty much. You know, they just exist. And change can be scary. It can be terrifying. It can be, most time it's just uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, right now, change is happening in our world yeah. that is pretty terrifying to a lot of people. Yep. And yet there's a whole other half of the world that's utterly hopeful, which is interesting. Um, I mean that in a genuinely curious, curious sense. It's genuinely interesting to me that someone feels hopeful of where the world is going. And we're not going to go into the presidency of Donald Trump on this show. We just, it's, we, we've stuck to pretty much staying out of politics, and I think it's good to just to not go there. But we have to at least acknowledge it, that it's happened. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing about those kind of changes is they inspire some really remarkable creativity, you know? Take your broken heart and turn it into art. Yes. Or SNL recently was that change isn't made by one person, isn't made by any one president. Change is made by a group of really angry people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, yeah. Aziz sorry. That yeah. was a great quote. Um, and the other mantra I've had for these periods is, is that we are the republic. We are the change. We. Us. Mm -hmm. All of us. Um, and that's my mantra going into this, going forward politically. Um, but anyway... The point I'm trying to make is that, you know, Sarah talked about how punk music is probably going to get really interesting in the next oh, few yeah. years, you know? Lit AF, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> on, a, on, a, on a microcosmic level, you know, yeah, this small change that happened, which had literally nothing to do with the turnout of, of the election, yeah, <laughs> had, you know, it got ideas going. Yeah. And in ways we didn't expect. I know, Sarah, you want to take on more more of an activist role absolutely i'm already I, i'm already like i've joined up with like three groups of just people who are exchanging ideas right um my representatives have heard more from me since the november election than they've heard from me in my entire life yeah and i'm gonna be honest i've thought about speaking out more myself um but then I also don't know if I have the heart to deal with all the trolls on the internet who are going to backlash. So here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this right now. You can fight for the next four years and never have to post a damn thing on social media. Mm -hmm. And I, and I'm I'm being I'm just saying this to anybody who wants to listen. I don't I don't even care about your politics or whatever. But if you want to be heard, if you want to make changes. You can do the footwork and go out and show up for a protest or something like that. You can do that. You can sign a petition. You can, I mean, the number one thing you can do, and you're going to hear it so much over the next, you know, few years, call your representatives. Never, ever, ever, ever forget that your representatives work for you. Yeah. You are the boss. Yeah. You determine what it is that, that, is is laid out before you and you don't ever have to post anything on social media if you don't have it in you to engage in discussions face to face because i know a lot of people out there who have social anxieties or whatever or don't do well with debates or conversations that's okay 
you can still have your voice be heard by the people who can make a difference and those are your representatives if you need to write to them because you can't because you are afraid of of calling you can do that too a lot of representatives i know my local rep um from the house of reps will absolutely email me back with her statement mm -hmm. absolutely she's done it already several times yeah. yeah senators are a little bit harder they're busier uh, <laughs> it senator seems like. feinstein is pretty good about having someone from her team yeah yeah uh, get back to you but but it's so important even if you just have to script it out make the phone call it takes five minutes i want to add something onto that yeah is that if you don't know about the countable app for ios countable is great it's great mm -hmm. and you can actually if you want to if you don't want to call your rep when you post because you can voice to your opinion on on an upcoming bill or policy or whatever mm -hmm. and it will send that automatically for you to your your reps and your senators it, it doesn't have i will i that's great yes but it doesn't have the same effect as calling here's the other element yeah. of it because when you do that you can also say hey make a video yep. to show yourself that's what i didn't realize is that video mm -hmm. goes to the representative yep. too and while yes it's not a direct conversation because you'll never talk to the rep directly you'll talk to an aide mm -hmm. they can hear your voice and they can see your face and they can tell exactly what you mean and exactly how you feel about the changes that could be happening mm -hmm. and that is I would say 90% as good as making a phone call. Yeah, it, the the upshot of making the phone call. And I and I and the reason why I'm arguing for this is because a lot of times you can actually get your answer right then and there. Cuz the aide will respond with whatever the statement is or something like that and you can either accept it or reiterate your position. Yeah. Um and so I think there's a lot of value in that, uh especially cuz sometimes you I will admit Sometimes I've done some knee-jerk reactions before checking out what my rep stance is on some things. Really? It doesn't happen all the time. It's happened once or twice. Yeah. Um, but I think, but there's still a lot of value of that. But either way, however, however method you want to use, it is really important, though, that you follow what's happening within reason. Don't drive yourself crazy. It's very easy to do that. But make your voice heard. Yeah. And so, yeah, so for the next, you know, foreseeable future that's what i'm that's a lot of what my efforts are going to it's um one reason why i was why i was okay stepping away from the history podcast and and letting this um go gently into that good night um but i and then also i mean flat out my career is in a really good spot right now it's blossoming and i am working my ass off for it so because of that i mean that's just another thing so right now i'm, I'm having a hard time i will admit i'm actually har having a hard time juggling personal life professional life and yeah. activist life so that's that's what's going on with me right now yeah um well, and then brian you've been really busy i have been busy before i wanted mm -hmm. to feed your fire a little more with oh, that God. too <laughs> is you have a mic you have a voice mm -hmm. and you have a mic. Yep. And you have a website that is behind you 100%. If you have an activist podcast you want to make, mm -hmm. it's yours. Do it. Support it 100%. Uh, that is something I'm going to consider. I'm not going to consider it at this moment, but I will. We can talk about that off. I'd listen yeah. to it. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Just saying. Mm -hmm. If you need something to, to mix your creativity with your, your activism, I don't want to say politics, I want to mm -hmm. say activism. Do it. What have I been up to? Um, well, 
guys, when I started this podcast with you guys four years ago, four and a half years ago, however long it actually is, I was a senior in college. You know, I was 28 years old, 27 years old, working my ass off at a full-time job, going to school full-time. Looking back, I don't know how the hell I did it. I really don't because I was stressed out most of the time. And sometimes I took it out in you guys, and I never intended to do that. And I, you know, I don't need to say I'm sorry because we were past that at this point. But it gave me, it's made me, I've thought about those things. And, you know, there's always things you wish you could do differently if you could. But you learn from them. You know, I don't, I'm not shaming myself about those mistakes anymore. Um, and you guys know that a little over a year and a half ago, which is crazy to think it's been over a year and a half, I made the decision to pursue my dream and to become a professional actor. So where am I at now with that? Um, I, I've gone further than I thought I was going to go. You know, I've got where I had one tiny little bit that I did for Apple as like their for their podcast years and years ago. That was nine years ago. Uh, I have a, in that year and a half, I have a full resume of commercials, a TV gig. Um, I just auditioned for a feature film today. You were on the freaking Titanic, man. Uh, I Yeah. Um, I've done four professional shows in the last year. You know, only one of them was equity, but I got paid to do what I love. A whopping, what, 300 bucks stipend? <laughs> you know, it's better than some people get. It's actually That's better really than what true. most of the equity actors in LA get for doing theater. That's yeah. fair. So, um, yeah, I'm not. it's not enough to make your living off of, to support yourself off of, but I got paid to do what I love and mm -hmm. to work with people who care about it just as much Yeah. and are devoted to it on a professional level. Yep. And I'm happy. I'm happier than I've ever been in my life. I'm on the verge of being broker than I've ever been in my life. <laughs> but money and happiness are not always aligned. Yeah, I work for a nonprofit. Preaching to the choir. <laughs> um, and I, I'll get to be honest, guys, travel points are amazing. I'm getting on a plane in two days to fly to Chicago for grad school auditions. Nice. That I paid $76 for nice. because, of, because of travel points. That was the only amount I had to pay left over. So, I mean... Points with frequent flyer miles or cards with frequent flyer miles, so worth it. If well, there's it's, it's, anything, it's kind of the point, though, right? Yeah. If there is anything you take away from this podcast <laughs> after not... four and a half years, <laughs> it's you sign up with them when they ask you if you want frequent flyer miles. Um, it's the greatest lesson we've taught. And truly, when you do that, the trick is, is you really only want to sign up with frequent flyer miles with one, maybe two airlines, but right. then you really got to invest in those airlines. That's right. But, you fly American. <laughs> you fly it often. But the, the other thing is that, you know, you never, you never know where you think your life is going to be. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> yeah. You know, I was on this, and then all of a sudden, when I least expect it, you know, I met Vanessa. And, uh, Nessa, I know you're listening to the show, when you're, so you might get a little emotional. So I'm sorry if you start crying at your, at your desk when you start hearing this. But, you know, it's... Eric, I know you feel the same way about Martha. It's when you find your partner. Yeah. It's a game changer. It's just a complete game changer. And, you know, now I'm thinking about in six months, am I moving away for grad school? And I'm thinking about, I know she's coming with me. We're now looking at potentially, well, are we at a point or now where we have to start looking at getting a house? You know, do we, do we have the conversation of, do we want to have a big wedding or do we want to just 
go to her her family who happens to have a judge in it who can now brian's having a big wedding but go ahead yeah (laughs) yeah i knew come on um big three hour long catholic wedding everybody bring your bring your comfortable shoes because it's going to be a lot of sitting and standing (laughs) you you know believe it or not so as for the record she and i are not formally engaged i want to make sure that's really clear i was about to say i'm like brian are you proposing to her on the podcast (laughs) like i was like this close to like oh That's so t- that would be so tacky because I wouldn't have cleared it with you guys first, and that would have been that yeah, yeah, been that would have been inappropriate. Um, so no, no. Um, but I'm just <laughs> because saying then that... you'd be like, Vanessa, will you marry me? Yeah. Okay, you're not here right S- now, so you S- can't send answer. Send your reply but... and listener feedback. <laughs> Click on just that get... talk to us button, honey. Seriously. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> Never do that ever. But, uh, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> it's just I'm. I'm just I'm. The best I can say is that I'm the happiest I've ever been, and you guys are part of that, too. You guys are absolutely part of that, and you guys will continue to be a part of that. You know, oh, Eric. Yeah, just because this is over doesn't mean we're gonna stop being friends, right? Uh, no, of okay, course cool. not. And so Eric and I were acquaintances because of the show. Yeah. Well, we were acquaintances because of Apple. We were we became friends because of the show. We became best friends because of the conversations we had on and off the mic. Yeah. Because of this show. Yeah. That's right, man. We you went know? we went through a lot together. We've gone through a lot together. <laughs> Two more kids being just a small fraction yeah. of those additions <sighs> yeah. to that. Um we've both been through heartache. Uh, in my case, a couple of heartbreaks, um, and a lot, and some loss too, and some some serious loss. Yeah, you know, we both lost, both lost a lot of mm. people very important to us in this time, but we were always there for each other. I'm also incredibly grateful that we got to, even though it was only me who did it, that we got to interview my grandfather. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, because he's decided to go off of treatment, so. Um, he's made that decision and we support him and, you know, now I got to focus on that too. In addition to surviving and feeding my art, feeding my creativity and figuring out where the next five to 10 years of my life is going to be, I got to really make time for him because these next few months are going to be super important Yeah, because they're probably going to be the last I get with him, you know, Mm -hmm. in this world. So there's that. And... (laughs) With all that sadness, I need to say something positive. How is this feeding my creativity other than all the grad school and all these other things? I'm working on another podcast because I can't stop doing this. <laughs> I found that I love podcasting uniquely separate from acting. I've been talking for like 10 minutes now. I'm so sorry. That's all right. You've earned it. Um, so I've been working on a podcast about the story of me becoming an actor because it's one that most people don't hear. And the decision that you make, how do you go from making a comfortable living one of the biggest tech companies in the world, what clicks in your brain to make you want to give all of that up to choose your dream? And so that's what I want to talk about. And, and it's going to be kind of those that whole story and then bringing up to the present day where it becomes kind of a diary or a journal. So you, want, should, you should call it, oh, crap, now I'm an actor. I've actually got a uh, another name for it. Oh. Um, it's tentatively called Adventures in Actorland. Oh, that's good. I like that. So, um, so whether it's going to be hosted through Nerdonomy, I'm not sure yet. Um, I know these guys support me doing it if I want to do it through Nerdonomy. Um, so I just I need to 
figure that part out. I need to get a, a pilot created first before I can really figure out what the show is going to feel like and then go all all those logistics. But um, I also want to say that we really need to, to call out the truly loyal fans who have been here from either, not just from the beginning, but or from early on and have maintained not just a relationship with us through the podcast, but have become our friends, you know, Hillary, yeah. you want to say something? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I, I did want to say why, what I'm working on too. Because for yeah. once in the history of the podcast, <coughs> we forgot Eric for <laughs> I know. <laughs> Eric. What is going on? I mean, on? I didn't forget you. You were just transitioning over. And it's I'm me. Like, it's always um, me. It's yes. me. You usually do the transition. It's yes. me. And you know, yeah. mea culpa. Um, hey, so, that's okay. <laughs> so go ahead, Eric. This was your last one anyway. So yeah. Gonna, Eric, what yeah. are you working on? <laughs> um. Well, this may be a shock to some of our listeners, but I'm a father. What? I know. Wait, number uh, five. I number know. five. No, 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 no. 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 Don't, don't even, don't even joke. Uh, so, <coughs> when I started this podcast all the years ago, I only had two kids. I've doubled that uh, since then. I have four amazing, beautiful, <laughs> inspirational, fighting young ladies um, who. I have a huge and always have responsibility to to be a, as big a part of their life as possible. And I have to say thank you first to my wife who has who has largely put up with me in my indulgence of of needing to have a podcast, of needing to teach and needing to do this. And I'll be honest, her and I haven't always seen eye to eye on on the time that I spend on the show. But she has always come around in the end to knowing that I needed this and that it was important for me and that it made me a better person as a result of being behind this mic with all of you who are out there who, are, who have listened either for the first time right now and are so goddamn confused because you don't understand <laughs> what's happening <laughs> or for those of you who have been with us for so long. So I have to say thank you to her. And, you know, what I... Because I started this conversation about the need for us to to stop doing the show, and it's largely because I've I've just I have so much going on, and you guys were like, "Well, yeah, we all have a lot going on too. Maybe this is a good thing for us personally." Literally, and, when you had when you had texted saying, "You know, I we need to talk about not doing the show anymore," I was like. Oh, good. I didn't have to bring it up that I needed a break. Yeah, I, I kind of had a feeling that everyone was like, all right, he 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 did it. He said yeah, it. Yeah. But, you know, raising four children, raising one child is an incredibly momentous thing. It's a huge thing. It's, the, it's a, one of the biggest things that you'll ever do in your entire life. If you choose to do it. If you choose to do it. Or, well, if not raise, then influence somebody else's life, right? There's a lot of different ways that yeah. people raise children, so yeah. to speak. And... Doing it with four takes everything that you are. Every single part of your existence goes into crafting these people into being humans, into being adults, into being productive, into being part of society. And it, I just, I find so much immense pleasure and joy from being a dad, from being a teacher all the time, not just every couple of you know weeks behind a mic, mm -hmm. but in someone's entire life and with four now and they're my youngest ones are getting older i have to focus more time and energy on that so that's one big reason why i'm stepping away two 
Um, my parents are not as young as they used to be. Mom's having a double knee replacement this year. It's going to be, it's going to be an all year thing. It's going to be three months for recovery, three months of waiting and, and getting much better before the next knee happens and then repeat and rinse and do that all over again. And my mother, my mother has been one of the most important people in my entire life. She has molded me and influenced me and allowed me to become the person that I am and has supported me in anything and everything I've ever chosen to do. And I need to be there for her right now to help her recover from this so that she can finally not have terrible, debilitating pain. Mm -hmm. My mother, if you want to see somebody who is the archetype of what the the of what a work ethic actually is, it's my mom. It's my mom who's raised other people's kids for the past 50 plus years and has done it without complaining and has done it in terrible, horrible pain because of the problems that she's had with her shoulders and with her knees, largely created from picking up and caring for other people's children. And, you know, to the point where like my mom and I will, will go to a grocery store sometime or we'll go shopping sometime and somebody on the other side of the store will recognize her and come over to her who was her teacher when they were three years old Wow! and will remember her and she remembers them. Like that's how the kind of person my mom is. So I, I need to take time away and I need to take care of my mom. Yeah. Um, and then on top <laughs> of that, this is the year that Martha is graduating from college and Martha has sacrificed so much in order to take care of our family and a lot of that has been the time that she's always needed and wanted to finally finish college. And she's done it. And I'm so proud of her. And this May, she's going to graduate. And I, I couldn't be any more excited. But I'm excited for two reasons. One, she finally is going to have the opportunity to go and take what she studied and practice it. Uh, she studies psychology and she's going to start working for the city hopefully soon. But that's going to give me an opportunity to go back and finally finish my schooling so I get my teaching degree. Yay. And my goal is two, maybe three years from now to finally be doing what I've always dreamt of and become a high school history teacher. Yay. So hopefully come this fall or next spring, I'll be enrolling back in classes and finishing my degree. That's awesome. Something that I put on hold to become a father mm-hmm. that I'm ready to finally finish now. And, um, and all in the wild, I'm going to be able to do it while I get to stay home and take care of my kids too. So, and, and be, because I missed the first many years of my, my first children's lives because I was working so hard to support them. And now that I've got my, my second little round, I've got a chance to, to go back and be there for my kiddos like my dad was. My dad was a stay-at-home dad. So I'm going to have an opportunity to do that while I'm finishing school. And I, I couldn't be more excited for that. But the reason I started doing this podcast largely was because of a gap and void that was inside of me when I left working for the Rosicrucian Egyptian Museum, because I had spent 10 years there working with kids every single day, teaching them about history. And then I just stopped like abruptly. Like I quit, I quit my job. I said, screw you guys. You guys treat me bad. I do so much. You give me so little in return. I'm done. And that was my last day. And I walked out of there. I packed up my office. I put all my shit in a box and I walked out and I said goodbye. And I got a job six weeks later. It was no problem. Like I had money. I was fine. But I didn't realize how much I was missing by not teaching. And this podcast gave me that opportunity to do that. And it, it taught me that I don't need to have a podcast to be a teacher. 
So I feel like I'm leaving now. I feel so much better than I did when I left the museum. And my involvement with the observatory is becoming continually becoming more and more involved. Uh, my work with the Santa Clara County Parks is becoming more and more involved. So it's, if anything, it's just taught me that I can be a teacher in so many other ways. Yeah. And then hopefully in the next couple of years, I'll be doing it with uh, some high school age children and teaching them about the, um, the pleasure and joy of history. And I hope that, um, I hope they, they enjoy it as much as we've gotten listener feedback for this show. If you keep doing the, doing it the way you do, where you tell it as an interesting story, it's not, history is not just facts, figures, statistics, broken pots. I mean, it's more. And you know what? It's that perception. Yeah. It's that, it's that take on history that is yeah. new and that is so incorrect. And you are so correct in that history has always been Stories. through the art of storytelling. Yeah. And I couldn't agree with you more. And yeah. I and I swear, not just to you, not just to Brian, but to everyone who listens to this podcast, that I will never change. Yeah. That I will always keep the oral tradition alive, and I will always tell a story that will teach. Good. And the impact you've had from that is, and there's not enough words we can say about that. And I think the one thing I want to do to, as we start to kind of close this up, is to talk about you guys. Talk about our listeners. Because, you know, yeah. as you said, we've, you said at the beginning of this episode, we've reached all around the globe, thousands and thousands and thousands of people, hundreds upon thousands of downloads. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. Like, I never thought in, in a million years. So many countries. Yeah. yeah. I never thought we would have this kind of reach when we first started doing this show. I never thought it would get to where it is now. I had a feeling, but. <laughs> well, that's because you can see the painting. But at the same time, I didn't. I thought Nerds on Film was going to go like gangbusters. We were so wrong. Oh, my God. (laughs) Way more history buffs than there are film buffs. Um, (laughs) But nevertheless, I want to talk about the listeners, our our second family. Yeah. You know, the listeners who have been there with us from the beginning. um, Those who maybe have stopped listening for whatever reason. And that's fine. I get it. The newer diehards. The newer diehards. And guys, I'm going to go off of memory here, so my apologies for not going through and like listing every single one of them, but can't help but think about Stephen from Australia. Mm-hmm. Or like, wait, someone, oh, listens Stephen. someone listens to us in Australia? Can't believe it. Our first uh, Australian listener. This oh is my, for you, Stephen. Oh my God. Oh, I'm going to do it as awful as I possibly uh, can. Brett. Oh, Brett. Brett, who's a personal friend of ours now, mm-hmm. not just who we've seen his life change. He this, Was Brett our first guest that we ever had? First guest host. No, Rick Pepito was our first. Oh, that's right. Rick, Rick Pepito. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Rico. Brett, Brett had a night and day shift, man. Like he was. Yeah. He he was our influencer. The person we got to not just go back to school and get involved with history again, but he started his own podcast group. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. proud of him. Like that's uh, Nerd nerd Couch, by the way, if you haven't listened to it. Um, Dino. 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 Hey, Dino. Um, there's, there's a few more. There's a you few said more. Hillary uh, before. Hillary, yeah, Hillary, for sure. Hillary. Aunt Teresa. Aunt Teresa. Aunt Teresa. Uh, let's not forget Jeff. Jeff, who oh, made yeah. it, when we made the joke about Thurgood Marshall, and he says, I yes. actually work with Thurgood Marshall's son. Yeah. And when I told great. him that joke, he thought that was hilarious <laughs> that Thurgood Marshall knew jujitsu. But, but uh, <laughs> let's, let's, I, I know there's more, but 
You said Aunt Teresa. I did say Aunt Teresa. Aunt Teresa. So special. Deserves a whole podcast in of herself. Seriously. I So again, for those of you who maybe have only picked up on it in between, uh, Aunt Teresa is my aunt on my, my mother's sister. And I love her to death. She made us pillows and blankets. And I, you know what? And I don't say it as often as I really should. So I'm, I'm going to give her a call, I think, and tell her how much I love her because I really do love her to death. And she has just been a mascot for our podcast. She's so been supportive. so supportive. She has donated so much to our comfort and to and to our continuation of the of the show yes. to 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 let us. Generous, generous, generous giving. She has injured herself in the name of listening. <laughs> That's right. She tripped while she was listening. That's, <laughs> That's right. totally true. That. And like she would call my mom and, and be like, Christine, did you hear the most recent episode? My mom doesn't listen to the show because my mom doesn't understand podcasts. She's she's just working out text messaging. She's getting to the point where maybe she will listen to our back catalog at some point. But she just mom's just not there yet. She's like, oh, Oh, so good. And my and my aunt will will tell her all about the show, so she doesn't really have to listen to it. Like Teresa tells her about it. That's um, okay. That could be a, that could be a podcast in of itself. Her just talking about the things yeah. she saw and the things she did. Every time she visits California, she immediately has to. She, she corners me. I walk into the house, or I walk into like what a party or wherever we're at, right? And she corners me, and she has to ask about each and every one of you. Oh, and she has oh to know gosh. how you guys are doing and what what's going on, and. She she thinks of us as, as really like this. Well, I'm family, but she thinks of you guys like family, too. And I I couldn't uh, I can't say enough, uh, Aunt Teresa, how much I love you and thank you for everything you've done and your support of the show. You've been our number one fan and you're my number one aunt. And I know I've got a lot of other aunts out there, but I don't care if they hear it or not, because you're my number one. And um, I couldn't thank you enough. Yeah. Yeah. We can't thank you. We enough. can't thank we you. Can't enough. thank you enough. Either. And then there's a couple more names I have to get. Oh yes, I know. Sorry. I know. I just Ellie. We, we 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 drop Aunt Teresa. Yeah. Aunt Teresa deserved a segment. God damn it, and yeah. she got one. Uh, Ellie. People who have been active on our Facebook page, uh, Melissa, uh, uh, Elizabeth, um, uh, of course, Stephen Rosenberg. Um, oh yeah. Who is more of a fan of our of our film podcast, but he listens to the history podcast yeah. too. He's always had good feedback for both of us, both shows. Sure. Sure. Um. Hold on a second. For some reason, I'm having complete brain. Oh, and Benjamin. Benjamin. Yeah. Too. Who apparently those guys live very close to each other now. Stephen and Benjamin. They actually like. They, they hang out now? Like hang because out now. Of, That's cool. Because of the podcast. They oh, actually met man. up. That's awesome. Because they're both involved. So it's just crazy. Um, and, and all of you, though. Each and every person who listens yeah, to you never writes in. I apologize, but because you know, there's people out there who who listen and listen regularly. Who you know, like me, have never Tiff. written into a podcast. There's Tiff, Tiff, oh, Tiff. Oh my god, yeah, Tiff. She's, she's written in several times. Yeah. There's yeah. God, Do you remember so when many. we first got feedback? Like it was a big deal. Yeah. Like we asked for it and we got it, but we had no idea that we were actually going to get uh, it. Do you guys remember when you made new and noteworthy on iTunes? That, Twice. that so I yeah. remember getting up, jumping off the couch, and losing my shit and freaking out when that happened. Like that was such a a big. Do deal. you remember, guys? We never talked about this. Do you remember when the production company from the History Channel hit up Eric and I about? Auditioning oh, for- that, oh that, god, that was, yeah, that happened a few times. That was a farce. <laughs> it was a farce, but nevertheless, but they still w- reached out to us though. But that happened within like three months of us starting the show. That's true. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, 
It was it was a bit bit of a farce though. It was a bit it was a bit of a farce, but nevertheless, <laughs> like that was. Hey guys, we cool. think you're great. You want to sign over all of your intellectual properties to us? <laughs> no. Uh, so yeah. we won't we won't mention their their name uh, because oh. it's not good in Hollywood to do that. Oh, sorry. So, um, I'm not in Hollywood. Sorry. <laughs> oh, but, I forgot. Wait. Never mind. Good. I'll, I'll I'll say it in a minute. So and guys, we just I I mean we we said it before, but it bears repeating. We love you. Yep. Yeah. We, we truly love, you, love you. We truly love that you've welcomed. You've us welcomed into us your into life. your ears. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> your ear holes are such a private and personal place, and, and we've just, been in them. And we just hope that, particularly with this episode where we're going far less on the polishing side of it, um, that you get to see that you're really part of our lives too. Yeah. yeah. You really, you really, really are. And, and I would not be hurt or annoyed or any way if you guys reached out to us to to just say hi. And say, how are things going? Or say, hey, I was thinking about the podcast lately. Hey, is it ever going to come back? You know, things, <laughs> things like that. And, yeah, you if, know, you write, like, if you write in enough, is it going to come back? It yeah. might actually come back. Yeah. Who knows? You might <laughs> yeah. convince us. And like, you know, I hate you. I hate you so much for leaving me. Yeah. You, know, we, you can say that too. It's you're okay. allowed you, to. You there's, I mean, there are some stages of grief. Uh, yeah. You're allowed to go through them. Yeah. Cool. Even if it's to say, good f***ing riddance. Because once the show's over, good. Because I can fight back now. <laughs> um. Like, I don't have to be nice now. No, I'm kidding. Um, and actually, maybe we should address that right now. So I, I don't believe in closing books altogether. I believe in putting in bookmarks. Yeah, you should see his bookshelf. It's ridiculous. It's I've never completed a book ever. So gets, I, like, I always to get the, like the last chapter. Yeah. And, so, nah, later. Um, still don't know how, how Harry Potter ends. Sorry, guys. I walked out of the movie early, too. You know. <laughs> Fun fact, Brian's never seen the end of anything. <laughs> no ends of any movies. He's still curious, like, what the hell does Rosebud mean? I don't, I don't get know. it. I don't understand what people are all talking about with the sixth sense. Like apparently that was a big deal. So <laughs> but um anyway. Um this is goodbye for now. It's not goodbye. It's goodbye for now. Yeah. You know? Well, can we talk about what we've what we were talking about? Sure. So we don't have time to do this podcast all the time but we to, to brian's point we also kind of talked a little bit about maybe we come back for a special edition or like a like a mini series or you know well we always want to do history of sex and we never got around to doing that and we also want to do the history of religions and i think that you know i would be totally open to coming back um once things have calmed down a little bit in the future and and maybe going and just doing a uh, you know like a special edition release mm -hmm. or something to that effect um i think that would be totally doable if we if we do ever come back, it's going to be in a more seasoned format. It's not yeah. going to be year round. It'll be probably in short bursts, kind of like Netflix, but for your ears. Yeah. Um. You know, no more than ten episodes at a time. Yeah, like a mini series. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then we'll go away for a bit. So this is why I'm telling you this: do not unsubscribe to us from iTunes. Yeah. Don't stop following the Facebook page because you never know when that presence going to open up and say we're coming back, guys. Um. And Nerds on Film is coming back after hiatus, so, you yep. know, hang, yeah, hang we're, we're taking a break until the Oscar show, for sure. We're still having discussions about how we want to change up the show, because I think it's due for a change for some time, or, or maybe a series of changes. Um, so we just haven't ironed those wrinkles out yet. So um, do we want to talk about feedback? Because a lot of the feedback we've gotten has been people being so sad that the show is finally leaving, but they get, but most of it has been, I'm so sad that the show is leaving, but we get why Eric has to do it. Yeah. So we understand. Yeah. And that's been echoed from Ellie, from Elizabeth, from everybody 
who's said several, it. several, several people. Yeah, and they've all said pretty much the same thing. Yeah, and thank you, and Liz and Ali. I just want to say, uh, I don't like making anybody cry, but hearing that I made a fourteen-year-old girl cry when I said, you know, it was um, was a little heartbreaking. I so I'm sorry. I'm really am sorry that that you know we don't get a chance to to continue with you on your journey for now. And but we're glad that we were there for the for the when we were, you know. And, you know, yeah. we have this great back catalog. You know, we mm -hmm. put out so much content, more than most television shows ever do in a run, more than most podcasts ever do. And you could always go back and relearn something from a previous episode. I, I can't imagine everyone out there has, a, you know, yeah. the ability to instantly absorb everything that they hear. So go back and re-listen to some episodes eventually, yeah. and you'll learn something new, I promise. And if you need something to do, still tell people about the show, because... There's still we still have a purpose. The great thing is about podcasts is they live on, right? That's right. Just like your favorite old sitcoms that again I used the reference of Netflix. You can go watch them over and over again. Listen to our old episodes over and over again. Tell keep telling our friends about it, or your friends about it. We'll tell our friends about it too because we still have friends of ours who haven't listened to our show. But now is a time more than ever where we need to educate people, and you know what? Even better, make a better podcast. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Oh my God, outdo totally us. Totally one-up us. You can get a us. mic, that, for as much as we spend on these mics, you can get a mic that you can plug into your phone that's just as good as sound quality. I know because I did it. Because I did uh, it, I used it for the intro of the of the uh, Star Wars episode. Fun fact, you if you have the like Apple microphone, like the headphones with the microphone built in, yeah, you can great. do that. I have recorded, like when we had ads back in the early days, that's how I recorded all the ads from my apartment. Yeah, you can get some pretty damn good sound. If you have some quiet space, you yep. can get some damn good sound quality out of that. So you guys go out there and make something better. And you know what, guys? I've even thought about this. It's just been a harebrained idea. I thought about developing an app that makes it easier for people to create podcasts. So, yeah, I don't know. I look about code, but, you know... <laughs> but I can find somebody who does. The man's got an idea. That's true. We are in yeah. Silicon Valley. There and, are plenty you know, of people. Brian, you talked earlier about change and a lot of things are going on right now in the world and things are changing. This podcast going away is one of the meaniest, teeniest, tiniest little changes that are out there. But take these reminders, these, these awakenings as opportunities to go out and do something that you love, mm -hmm. something that you're passionate about, something that makes you exist. That's why we started doing this podcast. And no matter what it is, go out there, find it and do it and embrace it and let it make you happy. Let it completely you, let it be a part of you. Um, and I, I swear, if, if that is the one thing that you take away from this podcast, let it, let it carry you throughout the rest of your life. Do what you love. If you do what you love, you'll love what you do and you'll never work a day in your life. Those are those are words that I've always lived by, and and those are words that I'm pretty sure my grandpa copied from somebody else, but I don't care because he told it to me and they sounded great. <laughs> um, and I, I'm I'm telling you that that's that's the key to it all. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention earlier, can I mention it real quick? Yeah, please. So when we we're talking about projects that we're working on right now, I've decided after so many years of dabbling with my photography to actually do something with it. So oh, yeah. I just launched this a couple of days ago. I have my my own website now so if you go to ericbrickmont.com you can see my art portfolio on there so if you want to still interact with me you will still want to engage with me that's one way you can do it go to my website have a look at my photos um and i think uh you know i think that's again one way that i'm continuing my passions and the things mm -hmm. that i yeah. love and, and do what you love you know what guys 
you know, I'm a big believer too in when you do something for the last time, quote, quote, last time, uh, you leave everything on the table. That's what I do whenever I go into a show for the last show. He just leave. whips it out and drops it on the table. I do. It's, and then it's I usually, horrifying, really. And, I, and then really the challenge is talking down the arresting officer. Um, <laughs> Which happens frequently. Um, but truth, no truth be told, I believe in leaving it all on the stage. Yeah. Leaving it all on the table right now. And I was sad a little bit, but I'm also okay. Like, Yeah, me too. I'm super okay. Not to say that I'm not sad that this is over, but I, I'm, uh, how do I say this without sounding awful? <laughs> <laughs> how many how many times do you say that in your head before you actually say something? Like at least three <laughs> times a day. Um, <laughs> um, uh, no, funny. I actually, to me, actually kind of felt like a little weight lifted off my shoulders. Me too. When we yeah. said, to, folks, we do we a lot of work. Go. We do a lot of preparation to go yeah. and what makes these shows happen. Yeah. Sean, holy but Jesus, Sean. Now he he has one less thing to edit. I know. And that man, <laughs> that man has dedicated so much time to the to the perfection of the art of editing, yep. of making us sound good. Mm -hmm. And all the time and energy that Sean has put into to not sound just effects? He, exactly. To not just the, the everyday stuff, right? But the the ability to take what we thought was a great idea mm -hmm. and turn it into something that was extraordinary like we had no idea how good it could come together i mean the ones from the napoleon episode were I like or even what? going to space was just everything was just so Seriously. perfectly timed or like was, the medieval flashback ones but... it was beauty and you know what what it does is it, it helps you to visualize so it, in many ways sean has been a brilliant cinematographer, an cinematographer artist. of the mind, an utter artist. Yeah, Sean. Uh, Thank you, Sean. We love you so much, Sean. How have we not mentioned you like ten times already on the show? Thank you. Well, it's because so Sean much, is Sean. always omnipresent. Like He's Sean, always. like Sean is always. Maybe part it's of this. because the giant poster we put up on the wall, where it's like Sean is staring at you. Yeah, <laughs> it could be. And you know, guys, we're gonna we're... <laughs> big. Sean Mo is watching you. <laughs> but you know what? If there's a, if there's a reason for us to come back, I think you. Sarah pointed it out, and I think it's true. If if there's enough demand and there's yeah. the right cause, yeah, I'm going to quote Batman right now, the movie. If the forces of evil should ever rise again, <laughs> to cast a shadow on the heart of the city, which is your mind. Which is <laughs> wow! True. I had that lap part in. Yeah, we All saw right. that. Yeah, call us. I don't have a fancy signal that I can give you guys to shine into this into the sky. So you have to just find us on Facebook. But yeah. nevertheless, call us, and we'll see what we can do. Yep. Because you never know when we'll be back. Rebellions are built on hope. Indeed. <laughs> Eric, you got a Star Trek quote you want to throw in there? Now's your chance, buddy. Live long and prosper. There we go. The quintessential. Oh, so and God! <laughs> Blew out your mind. Wow. Um, <laughs> Look at that. It's a solid wall. That is a solid block. <laughs> and I can't think of any better time or reason to finally say, until we meet again, stay nerdy. Goodbye for now. Bye. Yeah, I'm not saying goodbye. You gotta say it. Too. I'm not saying goodbye. Say it. Yeah, Take a journey. Au revoir. Huh, a pigeon. Pigeon just flew into the nerd cave. a message cave. under its...
Like, yeah. Pause. Was it? Oh my god. <laughs> what? It's a it's a picture of a woman's boobs. Oh yeah. Wow. It's real. That's really this well done. This must be too. how the luddite sexed. Oh. oh my god. Oh, there's another one coming in. Oh, Jesus. Oh, what's that one? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's a. It's a. Oh. It's okay. a dick pic. Uh, let me see. Wait. Are you sure? It looks like it's missing something. Whoop. Oh, here's the rest of it. Wow. Whoa. Someone's a big boy. That's impressive. <laughs> That's a double pigeon right there. I really... I, oh, God. I hope that those were at least consensual. I mean, those are rather unsolicited on our end, but, you know, consensual, I hope. Sarah, as you said, it was the gun that was on the wall in the first act. Yeah, that's totally true. Yeah. So <laughs> the gun went off. The gun went off. And then some. 